This is Tom Fox, and I would like to welcome you greetings and felicitations. In this podcast series, I'm going to be visiting with thought leaders, entrepreneurs, historians, and a wide variety of other people on topics that are outside the area of compliance, but are of great interest to myself and to listeners to the Compliance Podcast Network. In this series, I thought I would have some fun by looking at compliance as seen through the lens of Winnie the Pooh and the characters who live in the Hundred Acre Woods. Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore, Tigger, Kanga and Roo, and Piglet. Winnie the Pooh, also called Pooh Bear or Pooh, was created by the English author A.A. Milne, who first appeared in a collection of stories about him and his friends in the book Winnie the Pooh in 1926, and this was followed by The House at Pooh Corner in 1928. Milne also included a poem about the bear in the children's verse book when we were very young, and many more in Now We Are Six. All volumes were illustrated by E.H. Shepard, and the illustrations alone are worth the price of admissions. Many Americans were introduced to Pooh through the Walt Disney features Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, released in 1966, Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, released in 1968, and Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2, which was released in 1974. In this episode, Eeyore explains the difference in compliance and corporate legal. In today's episode, we get to visit with perhaps the most beloved character in all of Winnie the Pooh, except for Winnie the Pooh, that being Eeyore the donkey, or as he describes himself, an old gray donkey, and how legal in a corporation is different than compliance. Eeyore has a poor opinion of most of the other animals in the forest, describing them as having no brain at all, some of them, and only gray fluff that's blown into their heads by mistake. That comes to us from Chapter 1 of The House at Pooh Corner. Eeyore's favorite food is thistles. He lives in the southeast corner of the Hundred Acre Wood in an area labeled Eeyore's Gloomy Place, Rather Boggy and Sad, on the map in the Winnie the Pooh book. He has a stick house therein called the House at Pooh Corner. Pooh and Piglet built it for him after accidentally mistaking the original house that Eeyore built for a pile of sticks. On Eeyore's birthday, he is given an empty honey pot from Pooh for keeping things in, a popped red balloon from Piglet to keep in the pot, and a note from Al. I should... Parenthetically note that Eeyore's birthday party was originally celebrated at the University of Texas by students in Austin and is, of course, now a worldwide phenomenon. Eeyore expects misfortune to fall upon him and accepts it when it does and rarely tries to prevent it. He is known for saying, thanks for noticing me and okay. His grumpiness is best shown in an encounter with Piglet, who cheerfully bade him good morning. Eeyore responded, quote, well, I suppose it is for some, end quote. Eeyore is capable of great compassion. Most interestingly, he has a great friendship with Tigger. 
I want to use Eeyore as an introduction to the differences in the corporate compliance function and the legal function in the corporate world. Initially, when initially I went in-house, it was made clear to me that the role of the in-house department in the company, which I worked for, was to protect the company. When I became a general counsel, I took that role to heart and felt like I was the company's lawyer, even if the chief executive officer felt like I was his lawyer personally. There are distinct differences to the approaches in doing compliance from practicing law, unfortunately. One thing is clear, two functions have very different mindsets, mandates, and priorities. That comes to us from Donna Bohm. The legal department mandate is to advise and protect the company, The compliance mandate is much broader. Bone went on to say compliance, on the other hand, is tasked with detecting and preventing misconduct. The compliance function includes constant vigilance on the integrity of the compliance program, protecting internal whistleblowers, and supporting a culture of compliance, especially at management levels. I might say that a corporate legal department's role has been traditionally to protect the company from problems while the role of the compliance function is to remedy problems. Here you can think of McNulty's maxim number three. What did you do to fix it when you found out about it? Well, from the legal perspective, you don't do anything. You try to pretend it's not there and hope nobody finds out so you don't get sued. But a well-run company requires hundreds of judgments, big and small, to be made on a weekly basis. A company with the political will to elevate a CCO to separate but equal status in the C-suite Will benefit from those judgments being made with a compliance mindset, a not always legal but occasionally compliance prism that the legal department utilizes. What does the legal department bring to compliance? It is largely the attorney-client privilege, aka the privilege. What are the parameters of the attorney-client privilege? It established is established when a communication is made between privileged persons in confidence for seeking, obtaining, or providing legal assistance to the client. David Keltner uh, said the attorney-client privilege applies when the following are present. One, a client is seeking legal advice or a lawyer's services. Two, the person to whom the communication is made is a lawyer or his or her representative. Three, the communication relates to a fact disclosed to the client, um, from a client rather, to a lawyer. Four, strangers are not present. Five, a client requires confidentiality. The significance of meeting each of these five prongs is critical. If they are met, absolute privilege, once the attorney-client privilege is properly invoked, is indeed absolute. Finally, there, <clears throat> it is important to note that the attorney-client privilege belongs to the corporation and not to one individual. The bottom line is that while you may want an Eeyore in your corporate legal department just saying no, because, of course, that's what he's best at, that's not something you want in compliance. Compliance should not be Dr. No from the land of no. The job of compliance is not to protect the company at all costs. Instead, it is to detect, prevent, and remediate any compliance issues that may arise. You You cannot do that by simply saying no. Yet, just like Eeyore, the corporate legal department can be a valuable adjunct to a corporate compliance function if an internal investigation occurs and you want to maintain your corporate privilege. I hope you will think about Eeyore uh, and his role in the 100 Acre Wood when you are thinking about the differences in your compliance program between 
the compliance function, and the legal function. I hope you'll join me tomorrow where I take up the intersection of Piglet and finance in your compliance program. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode in a five-part series where I explore some compliance topics as explained by Winnie the Pooh and some of his friends from the Hundred Acre Woods. I hope you will join me again tomorrow as I continue my exploration of these characters and issues. This series is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network.